Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Late Night Conversations. Let's welcome our first A-team guest, Doreen Robinson, and she's the chief for the Wildlife Ecosystems Division at the United Nations Environment Programme, UNEP. Thank you very much for joining us, Doreen. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Benzito tells me that you are in Kenya. Is there a particular reason that uh, you are stationed there? Yeah, no, actually, uh, the United Nations Environment Program's headquarters is one of the few uh, United Nations agencies that have a headquarters in um, Africa. And so we're based in Kenya. But my job is to be the global wildlife chief. So it's a big job. Mm, definitely a big job. And Kenya has a beautiful landscape, uh, Doreen. Well, today we are celebrating World Wildlife Day. And on TikTok, uh, hashtag TikTok Wildlife Day has uh, been really buzzing today. Can you tell us a bit more about the importance of driving awareness on World Wildlife Day? Yeah. So, I mean, wildlife the plants, the animals, the birds that make up nature are part of a system that provides food, medicine, clean air, clean water, all the things that humans need to survive on this planet. And when you start to lose wildlife, the system starts to fall apart. So we know that right now, nearly a million species on this planet are at risk of extinction if we don't change the way humans are living on the planet. And so the importance of today is really to just help people understand that we can't survive on a sick planet and we need wildlife to be part of those functioning systems. And so we just want to raise awareness. We want to um, have people understand what they can do um, and actions that they can take to protect wildlife. Everything from making personal choices about the products they buy and the things they consume to supporting conservation efforts or tourism efforts um, around the world and also in South Africa because it's such a critical part of keeping these areas protected and conserved for wildlife. You know, Doreen, when I think about this beautiful initiative and I think of the African continent and the wildlife that we have, uh, both uh, fauna and flora, um, and, and I think about our history as Africans, that we, were, we are so used to living side by side with nature, but with modernization, things have really, really changed. How, how big is the onus on, on our modern education to uplift all of us in ensuring that we still understand how to live well within nature and to preserve and conserve nature? Yeah, so, I mean, humans, you said it, humans have existed with nature and relied on it. We are part of the same system. We're not separate. And it seems that humanity sometimes in general has forgotten that. Right now, the way we gobble up resources on the planet, the way we live overall is putting um, a great tax on nature. So, you know, the main message that we've been pushing, and we're so happy to partner with TikTok on this, is how do we recalibrate? How do we change our relationship with nature in a way that we can tread lightly, that we can continue to benefit from nature, but that we're not overusing, over-consuming wildlife or any of the, of the products that we get out of nature? We know how to do that. We've been living with nature for millennium, but of course, there's we're going towards a planet of 10 billion. 
there are a lot more of us on the planet and a lot more of us want and have a right to consume and eat and drink and live healthy lives. But we've got to do that in a way that doesn't hurt the natural world around us. Otherwise, we, will, we won't thrive and prosper. So there is a huge responsibility on, on governments across the continent and across the globe to ensure that uh, private companies are doing their part, but also that the education systems are, are adhering to educating around, um, around uh, wildlife conservation. Now, how has the global pandemic, Doreen, um, affected international tourism and safari tours? Yeah, so the pandemic, you know, so so an interesting statistic, there are about 1,200 different protected areas all across Africa. There's about 400 terrestrial ones in South Africa alone, 23 marine protected areas in South Africa. All of those areas are um, heavily reliant on tourism as a means of income to support basic operations and keeping those lands and seas in a natural estate. Um, And so what we've seen is that because of the pandemic, tourism, which is this critical income, has really dried up. In some places, we've had reports of as much as 100%. In other places, uh, we've seen on the average around 70%. And so what that means is that basic resources to keep protected areas functioning, to have the kind of rangers and guards that you need on duty to make sure that uh, these systems are protected, um, are no longer getting the kinds of funding that they need. And so so right now what we'd like to see, but when it's safe, is tourism um, picking up again. And that's part of what this initiative is about, is just raising awareness that parks and protected areas are open. You can visit some of them safely, and that's a critical way that you can support conservation. A-teamers, we are speaking uh, hashtag TikTok Wildlife Day, which is celebrated today. And uh, Doreen is uh, the Chief for Wildlife Ecosystems Division at the United Nations Environment Program. Call in uh, to let us know what your thoughts are on us as Africans conserving our, our wildlife, whether it be flora or fauna, and how important you feel it is for us. The number to dial in on is 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp 41391. Um, that's SMSs. WhatsApps go to 0614104107. Doreen, in terms of poaching, and, and I know it's a sensitive issue, but it's one of those issues that we have seen really um, cause a lot of, of our wildlife in, in Africa to come to a point where extinction is even you know, something we are, we, we are looking at. How can we curb down on poachers and whose onus is it? Because most of the poachers are not poaching for the African market. It's markets that are outside of Africa. So how can we clamp down on those? Yeah, so poaching is is a big problem. Poaching robs, you know, um, legitimate, robs South Africans or any Africans from their legitimate natural heritage. And a lot of the wildlife species that are being poached are actually, there is also some legal trade going on, and those benefits go back into conservation. So when poaching happens, all of that resource is taken away. 
And unfortunately, um, there's a number of species that exist on the African continent that are highly valued and, um, and in demand in other parts of the world and other parts of the continent. And so um, what what's really important to recognize is that these are often long and complicated um, criminal, sometimes criminal syndicates that are heavily organized. And the benefits, the poachers, are, the local poachers, are often uh, taking most of the risk to get at because some of this wildlife is quite dangerous. Um, but then as the product gets shipped through these value chains, at the far end, the consumers are willing to pay quite a bit of money that doesn't go into the pockets of poachers. It doesn't go to the governments um, to go back into conservation. It stays along in these uh, criminal syndicates. So getting stopping illegal wildlife trade is absolutely essential to protecting wildlife in the places where they exist. Mm, very, very important. Um, 25 minutes after 10, and we are talking to Doreen about uh, today being a World Wildlife Day and the importance for us to conserve our natural resources as Africans and as everyone around the globe. Now, Doreen, you were speaking about the fact that uh, some of the, um, you know, the parks and uh, natural parks are open and uh, we can now start traveling to them and visiting them. But there's also the element of the the um, the virtual safaris that have been going mm-hmm. on during the lockdown period. Could you tell us about those and how successful they were? Yeah, so um, actually UW is partnering with TikTok to support some virtual safaris right there in um, South Africa. Um, there are right now today, it started today and tomorrow, there are live virtual safaris that can be taken on TikTok Live. If you just search um, at latest sightings on TikTok, you can find them. And it's in four private reserves in um, South Africa, in the Malamala Game Reserve, in the Mijajana Private Game Reserve, the Care for Wild Rhino Sanctuary, and the Black Rhino Private Game Reserve. And the point of these visits is just to have an immersive experience, understand the beauty and the natural heritage, see the wildlife in its, in its areas, and to just help raise awareness. So we're encouraging folks to take these virtual tours, um, to go online, to use your hashtags, to, uh, and, and to basically share this information with others so we can get the word out about all these important places. I've got an uh, A-team on the line, Aisha. Good evening. Good evening, Aisha. You know exactly what points you have to touch. Why that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting you, Aisha. What do you mean, what oh. point to touch? <laughs> Hello. Hi, Aisha. Uh, um, I'd just like to make a comment to your guest. Okay, so what point were you talking about that we are touching? Uh, um, conservation. Yes. And I know some, I this like is something to, close to I, your heart, yeah? I, I would like to... Uh, tell your guest that she has to reimagine conservation because the current conservation system does not work for the humans that live in and around conservation areas. Mm. And um, conservation areas, in my opinion, were created because uh, capital and 
people from the West wanted to have a place to enjoy, right? But what about the local people who actually own that wildlife? And furthermore, uh, in the South African context, what are we going to do to redress that? Thank you. Thank you very much, Aisha. Um, and, and I think Aisha brings up very important points, the fact that uh, these uh, natural areas have been closed off and, and made into leisure areas and uh, for capital gain uh, in most cases and in other cases to, to conserve the nature. But giving those in, the, in, in those nearby facilities or in those nearby neighborhoods no access into them. So how, how do we come around that, uh, Doreen? You know, I, I love that the caller brought this point up mm. because it's so important. Uh, one, one thing I do want to say is that, you know, in a global study of uh, natural uh, uh, protected areas across the planet, we found the areas that were doing the best uh, were under the management, the direct management and ownership of indigenous people and local communities. Um, and so it wasn't necessarily these places that people were kept being kept out of. And that's not the point of protected areas. These protected areas exist to provide services to, for, for humanity. It's not, and so, um, it's really important that, um, we look at rights and who owns wildlife, but also who benefits. Concepts of ownership are really important, but also making sure that benefits flow. So I go back to what I said about the poachers, right? They're taking out something and the benefits are flowing to somewhere else in the world. But when you have legal, legal sustainable use of wildlife and you have tourism that's invested right there in with the local communities, people have jobs, people have access to money, people have access to school fees. So that idea of reinventing um, parks and part of driving society and livelihoods is so essential. And and actually, South Africa has quite a strong framework for that. They have a strong investment in kind of a biodiversity-centered economy, but, uh, but work does always have to be done in making sure that the people who live closest, the people who bear the costs of living with wildlife, because wildlife can be dangerous, and it can damage crops, and it can leave parks, and it can cause uh, physical harm to people. So we have to make sure that those issues are taken care of as part of this conservation system. Let me go to a voice note from one of our A-teamers. Hi, Pat, you Tim, and the listeners of SFM. I just want to find out from your guest, is it really true that uh, they've been saying that since um, lockdown, it's been actually good for 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 the nature since uh, us as human beings you know we were not allowed to 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 go to game reserves and and all of that how true is that you know the fact that um, we're not in contact with the nature and uh, it was actually not disturbed you know just want to find out how true is that you know when they say the nature was uh, actually at peace since we human beings we were you know we were not um, able to go and, and explore the nature thanks pet kumi Park. thank you very much kumi uh let's uh give it to doreen doreen yeah you know it really varies it depends on where you're looking 
So um, I wouldn't say it was, a, you know, across the African continent. It wasn't a total lockdown in some places. But what we have seen and this, what we do know is that tourism has dropped substantially and that income from tourism and that um, has dropped substantially. But um, people have been visiting. We're seeing now in some places uh, increases in tourism and increased access, particularly for um, national uh, markets. And so, you know, there's sometimes an over-reliance on the international market, but I think the opportunity that COVID has provided is to really think, you know, how do we make, how do we get people, citizens of their own countries, visiting and being part of the parks and supporting that work, but also benefiting from it. So I think that previous call, this idea of reinventing conservation, reinventing tourism, COVID does provide us um, with an opportunity to do that. Mm. Doreen, thank you so very much uh, for joining us. How can we um, take part in in, um, making sure that wildlife is conserved and we are pushing the celebrations that uh, are happening today? Yeah, so please do, um, for all the listeners, go on the TikTok Wildlife Day, um, take the challenge. Um, please visit the virtual tours and share information about, uh, about what individuals can do to support wildlife. Thank you so very much, uh, Doreen, and uh, strength to your bow. Thank you so much.